All right, so, uh, Ben, thanks for coming on, bro. Um, the, um, you've spent a lot of time overseas. Yeah. Um, you know, you yeah. used to live overseas. <laughs> Let's start at the beginning. So you used to live overseas. Where'd you live? Um, I lived in Canada lived for in- actually going way back to the beginning. Right. So I was born in Canada, but when I was three weeks old, mm-hmm. I actually moved well my parents were living overseas in trinidad which is tiny little island in the um pacific somewhere i think it's the pacific so like the middle of nowhere yeah basically it's like <laughs> right, all, yeah. you know like the caribbean islands yeah it's, yeah, it's one yeah. of them sure. and lived there for a year so i don't remember any of that cause yeah. then um nine years in canada yep and then 2015 we moved here Right. And yeah. I've been here for eight years almost. Right. Ever since, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So what was the per- what was the point of what was the country, sorry, that little island? Trini- was- Trinidad. Trinidad. Is that yeah. how, is that right? All right, great. Yeah. So what was the purpose of moving there? Um, <laughs> my parents were living there when they had me, but right. they were citizens of Canada and the healthcare is a bit it's not the greatest. Right. Like uh, for having birth. Yeah. Giving birth. Yeah. Um, so country. yeah. So they went to. So my mom flew to Canada right. to give birth to me, and then yeah, they went back because that's where they were living at the time. Yeah. And not only that, you're then a Canadian citizen because if you're born overseas, yeah. then you're not actually technically. A, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. But they, well, that's cool. And what? So you you were brought up in Canada. Learned. Obviously, you sound Canadian. Can you tell the accent, Jake? You can. You can tell. So what? It's, yeah, right. it's it's fading. It's right. certain. I think it's certain words that I say are just a bit. Yeah. Right. Now, okay. So say good day, mate. Good day, mate. Oh, what do you what do you reckon about that, Jake? Is it sounding Aussie? Yeah, it sounds pretty Aussie. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. I have a habit where I like copy people, like okay. their um, their mannerisms. Yeah, so right, I pick yeah. up accents pretty quickly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's like you find that with a lot of people when they move overseas, they they after a certain amount of time. Like if I were to move to the US, like come back to me in 20 years and I might sound like this. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but, so what other, what other, what other sort of countries have you been to? Um, um, oh, I've traveled a lot. Right. Which, it's, it's a blessing. Yeah. Um, so, most notably, I think, in recent years, I went to India. Mm, right. Which, with my family, which is interesting. Yeah. It was like, it was very different. Right. I've also been on mission work in Kenya and I've been all well, the US. Yep. It's obviously because it's been in the US, yeah. Uh, you could drive there in like yep. 20 minutes, half an hour. Yeah. Because um, you were obviously yeah, pretty close in to Canada. The border. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not here, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, you could um, yeah. A big tunnel underneath <laughs> the Pacific. Yeah. If only. Yeah. Um, also, I've been, been around a bit. Right. So yeah. when you go to India? Um, Oh, it was before COVID, so I want to say 2018. Right. Okay, yeah, right. Or, yeah, 2018. And what was the purpose of going to India? Um, So parents run a charity. Right. And we kind of, like, put it together and made it half, like, checking up on all the projects and right. half a family trip. Okay. So yep. we kind of checked up on stuff. We did it, like, some of the tourism things yep. right. that you do. So, yeah, went and saw some... Didn't see the Taj Mahal, sadly, but right. saw some other landmarks. and Yeah, right. So what was the experience like over there? Oh, it's it's quite... It's crazy. Like... Yeah. It's... For, if, if you dump anyone from Australia there with, like, no context, right. they wake up there one day, 
like 90% of people are having like a heart attack. It's Jeez. so different. So we oh. arrived there at 3 a.m. Right. So 3 in the morning. And we're like, okay, like we're going to get there. It's going to be like our taxi is going to be waiting. I'm just going to go to the hotel and then sleep. We get there and it is busier than Sydney peak hour traffic. At 3 o'clock in the at morning? At 3 o'clock in the morning. There's like... What? <laughs> there's a four-lane road, so yeah. two lanes are going both ways, yeah. and there's about eight lanes of traffic across it because what? no one follows road rules. So there's about eight lanes of cars yeah. on four-lane road. Gee. And there's people like running in between trying to sell you what? things and stuff, and it's like... That's crazy. And that's like three in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning? Yeah. It's What, what, are, they, what are these people like? What, do they work 24-7 or something? Like, that's... I mean, that is insane. Yeah, it's crazy. I'd say the quietest time that I saw would be mm. like... Nine in the morning. So, no way. Seriously. So like everyone's like all the people that have been up all night have gone to sleep, and everyone that has a, like a n- normal job They're is, is at work. Wow. Yeah. Because they're like nocturnal almost. Like you like almost. Like oh, how does that? That's that's really whack. <laughs> it is. It is. It's like this big cities like that. Like right. again, the city um, we flew into. Uh, I forget, it wasn't the capital, but it was one of the biggest cities in India. And it's got, right. like, a stupid amount of people. Right, yeah, like, right. So, it almost, the city could run 24-7, just because of the amount of people. It's crazy. Which, yeah, it's yeah. it's different. You So, so that so that's the very first thing that hit you as soon as you landed, was that, wow. Because you were, you were expecting it to be quiet, right, getting off the plane. You would have been like, oh, it's yeah. morning, so dead. Yeah, you know? yeah, so it was... Like, Obviously, I've been other places like right. that before, so I was expecting, like, kind of similar, except, again, yeah. nothing like that. Like, yeah. I've never seen that kind of traffic. Yeah. Even, ever since. And it's like, gee. that was, yeah, it was cra- It was very, Yeah, you get off a plane, you're tired, and then you just get put into the thing, and it's like, yeah. more than peak hour. Right. And it's just... Yeah, and... and how would that have changed your view going like, what am I expecting? Because your expectations would have been ruined at that point, you know, of well, what to expect. Because you would have had that figment of imagination as like, oh, this is how it's going to go. Like you said, I'm going to get in the taxi, go to my hotel, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, so there's always that in, there's always, well, I guess, everything you have, you make assumptions and prejudgments. Yeah. But for me, I have like a pretty open mind. Right. And I was kind of like, at first it's like a shock. It's like, oh, wow, this is happening. Yeah. But then it kind of goes into the mode like, I've still got to get somewhere. Right. And so it's kind of like, you got to shut that. You got to sh- like. So, have you ever heard of culture shock? Oh, I've heard. I've heard of the term. Yeah. So, I'll give you an example. So, mm-hmm. um, from a parents' charity, they go to Kenya a lot, and right. I've, I've been there. Yeah. And that the culture is like so different, just poverty and just right. it's completely different. Right. And there has there's been people that come to the airport, they walk out the airport, they walk back in the airport and book a flight home. Right. Because wow. they just cannot deal with it. That's crazy. So and, it hits you like that yeah. quickly. And I think going to Kenya previously, right. it wasn't as much as in India. Yeah. I think as well, because my parents are very, very well traveled. Yeah. It doesn't, they don't have any culture shock. So they were, yeah. they were, they lived in India for five years. Right. When they first got married. So they live there. That they knew what to expect, yeah. and so kind of having them as well. It was mm. a very good guy. Just to right. this is what we need to do. There's so many people, so much traffic, yeah, craziness. But they were like, we know exactly what we need to do. Gee, 
Yeah, right. Okay, I get that now. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so what was sort of the... So did you do, did you do mission work in India or were you... Um, some, like, like you say, it was 50-50. Yeah, so we did a bit of like... Not as much mission work, more going like... So there's a children's home. Yep. And um, an elderly people's home. Mm. And we kind of went and visited them, see that they're running smoothly, um, check in with the people that run them. Right. Just that kind of thing. And obviously just to visit because... Yeah. Like there's nothing, there's nothing like the appreciation you get for just like putting in the effort to go and right. see them. Yeah, because they get all these, a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And they get all these donations and it's money. And it's like that is so good. Yeah. But for someone to actually come personally, it's like yeah, it blows their mind. Because it's like what I said to you before, like before the podcast, there was time is money, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I mean, it shows money. appreciation. Like it, it, like it shows the power that people actually. It's like it's so easy to just like go on a. Like any of donation website and just yeah. give them five bucks or something like that, right? Yeah. It it like, but it goes along a lot further physically because it shows you you care a lot Definitely. more. Um, yeah, and like, time is not only money. Time is, I'd say, time is a currency. Yeah, because the thing is with money, it's so unstable. But mm. time is the only currency that once you give it to someone, yeah, you can't get it back. Yeah, like if I give you five bucks, I can get five bucks back. Yeah. But if I, if I give you five minutes, there's no way I can get, get that five minutes back from 100%. you. 100%. Like, yeah. that is spent. Yeah, and and if you, if you spend that on the right person, and that, that, that will stay with them forever, and especially in mm. someone in, 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 like, let's just say in India, that like yeah. we're talking about, you spend that time, go there and visit them, and you work with them and you help them mm. out, that's going to stick with them for the rest of their life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. As well, the the whole idea of, like, like the small things in life that saying that is so much truer over there because yeah. the smallest thing yeah. can mean the world to them yeah 100%. like I'll give you an example when I went to Kenya I brought um, a, like one of those bottles of tennis balls yep and like five four or five tennis balls in it yep anyway any of the like major places I went I'd take one out it's like brightly colored tennis ball yeah and I'd play soccer with the kids. Never with been it. dirty. Ever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I'd leave it with them for like their, for, for, like for them yep. to keep. Yeah. And they were like trying to give it back to me. It's like, yeah, mm, it's you yours. can keep it. And they just, like, they're just so happy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like they live in nothing, and they're so happy. Mm. And it's it's really getting a bit deep here, but it's like you look at them, and then you look at people and say Australia mm. and like the people over there are so much more appreciative and happy about anything right. or like people over here someone mm. stuffs up their Macca's meal and they yeah. have a fit so it's See, that's, like, a, that's a great example like yeah. 100%, 100% like everyone's chasing the next best, best thing over here yeah you know, yeah. how can I get more money or something like this or mm. I want a, a nice car or you know a nice a great job but over there it's just like oh yeah, I'm I'm happy I'm alive. Yeah, you know, that's that's so true. Yeah, that, that's yeah, mate. like because there's there's one thing to say that, but to actually, yeah, understand it and appreciate it is something completely different. Um, but yeah, so <coughs> so India, right? So you've mm. also spent time in Kenya as well. Yeah. Um, what was what was your purpose in going to Kenya? So in Kenya, um, <coughs> before COVID. Yeah. Uh, my mum would, so for the charity, she'd do once a 
year she'd run was called a team trip right basically it's like she's like the leader and she brings a bunch of people and they help her yeah and she just needs to do like the maintenance stuff that needs to be done right which can be done from overseas okay so, so she's like, like the, she's like the tour guide sort of basically except like gives everyone jobs that they need to do right so for example we had to take photos of everyone in the sponsorship program right so we'd go to a school or ecclesia or like somewhere where they all meet together right. and then we take like a photo of 400 kids yeah and like that gets then gets sent to their sponsors and it's kind of just like because yeah. kids grow up so everything needs to be keep right. updated currently yeah and it's a lot of work so. so how many kids are sponsored in kenya um i don't know exactly but yeah. i'd say oh say around overall probably around like four to five hundred maybe right okay yeah and do you guys do any work in india yeah that? right yeah it's a lot smaller in india okay yeah um in so the, the main way it happens is there's children's homes which yep. basically because there's so much so many rather like yep. orphans and okay kids like that then their parents or have left or their yep. family can't provide for them yeah and so they come into these children's homes and it's basically like boarding Mm-hmm. And the way that's funded is through people sponsoring them. Right. Yep. So when people say I'm going to give, I'm going to sponsor a child, they're sponsoring the child's faci- like the facilities that support the child. Is that um, is that that's a that would probably be a bit of it, but also right. like the schooling. Right. Okay. And food. Yep. And like access to new clothes and that kind of thing. Just. Like the the bare essentials, right? And also, obviously, to stay in these children's homes. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, what was sort of the experiences that you experienced in Kenya? Again, I mean, we we mentioned was, that the traffic yeah. in India, like what, it was so. There's obviously heaps of experiences. Yeah, it's downscale a lot, but again, it's right. so it's so different. Right. There's no like people could try and compare yep. them, except there's like almost no comparison. Right. And there's also a bit more in Kenya, but there's also a bit in India. Is like there's that fear factor of like I'm in a I'm in a developing country. Yeah. Like the government and the police are not the top. Yeah. It's like people. There's a lot of just crime. Yeah. And like just not. It's not the same as here. Where like there's a lot of safety. Yeah. Over there, it's like there's it's it's a bit more iffy, and you got to be careful. Right. Like you don't carry a lot of money around and that kind of thing because yep. and especially being white in like a black country right everyone's eyes are immediately on you like you yeah. don't belong 100 percent. and all of them immediately think money you've, you've got money yeah and yeah it's a bit it's a bit yeah. crazy and like yeah there's just no proper justice system because right. the government is so corrupt yeah yeah see we know someone that used to he's dead now he used to live in indonesia and he lived there full time. And what he what he used to do is he hired a. Obviously, you can't compare Indonesia to Kenya, but yeah. you can because everyone thinks you. Everyone, yeah. the example of you're yeah, white, yeah. right? He used to hire because he was asking. He used to hire an Indonesian guy to go and buy stuff for him. Mm. So he'd go through the markets the day before and be like, "I want this, I want this, I want this," and he'd tell his yeah. buyer, his Indonesian guy to go get him for him. Because like when he started doing that, he got things like three times cheaper or four yeah, times cheaper. That's. Just because they would like markets up so much for because he's Aussie. That's a big thing. Yeah. So that's something that I've been told by my parents when they lived in India. Right. They like they had to learn all the proper prices of stuff. Yeah. 
and then because they lived there for so long the same area yeah people would realize oh they live here we can't scan them anymore yeah right because they knew that like that's too much yeah yeah so like yeah it's crazy what were some of the other experiences like you know what, what was the worst thing you saw oh the okay the worst thing i saw so like i said before there's corruption just mm. everywhere and so the worst thing i actually saw i'll link it in in a bit but the first the worst thing i saw was this guy had been hit by a semi-trailer like a just a dude walking had been hit yeah. by this massive semi-trailer and died wow. and we passed by like a couple phone minutes after it probably happened but the thing that shocked me the most was that our driver he sees this guy like dead and he has no reaction he's like and he's like the truck had moved on and he's like i can i know how that guy died by the way his brain splattered and i'm like wow that's because he's like so there's no care factor at yeah all. it's like that wasn't a gunshot because he knows like the way it it's like desensitized to that and the story that he next told us it like freaked me out so there's this gang and one of them was caught um carjacking so just like right. basic stealing yeah, cars car. and what the police did they shot him moved his car in the middle of the road like station station policemen around it and put up this sign basically saying if you hijack cars this is what will happen to you and like the guy they just shot in the car so they so they shot the guy in the car, they parked the car in the middle of the road, with a sign saying on it, this is what happened a year. Basically. As humiliation. Basically, yeah. That's what the cops did. Yep. That's the kind wow. of level of difference that, Gee. like, imagine if that happened yeah. in any developed country. Like, But hey, what a way to teach people. <laughs> it is. Ex- yeah. It is. Except the thing is there is like, there's no backlash. Yeah. Like, if that happens here, imagine the protests. Yeah. Oh, that would be oh. ridiculous. Yeah, you, think like, of, you think of, like, the George Floyd protests. Yeah. That's, that would be nothing compared yeah, to what would like, happen. Like, yeah, wow. Like, That's that crazy. Is, and the thing is, the thing that scares me is it doesn't shock people. Yeah. Like, people see it and be like, oh, let's avoid that area. But yeah. the, the people aren't shocked. Yeah. And I guess it's the thing. It's like, they've grown up that way. Yeah. That's the way it is. That's, that's the way it will be and yeah. for like the foreseeable future. So going back to this guy that got hit by the truck. Yeah. He was hit by the truck and the guy just moved on. The, 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 the semi-trailer would have... Like there's no way that the, the guy in the, in, the, in the semi would have hit him and not known. Yeah, so, the, so it was probably an accident. Probably didn't see him. Yeah, right. But then he doesn't want to take the blame or responsibility. He's got yeah. a load he needs to deliver somewhere. So he just leaves. Wow, that's that's mental, and like, but if he, if he was caught, so let's just say he was caught, would he face any consequences of backlash? Um, I don't know. It wouldn't be backlash because there's, there's not a there's like everyone there has social media, right? But it's not the same. It's not using the same. It's not used as a tool for like change. Mm. So backlash probably not. He probably would face some consequences. Obviously, right. you've just like run someone over, but it yeah. probably. Mm, I couldn't tell you to be honest what it would yeah. be, but it would be, yeah. There definitely would be consequences. Yeah. So, they, so would the authorities care as much, or um, like not? Would they go like, "Oh, it's an accident. You can't really help it." It wouldn't be this. They'd probably care, right? But it wouldn't be the same level as if someone like hit someone with a truck yeah. here, or like yeah, in the 100%. US. 
because that's completely different ballpark. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's that's really crazy. Like, and so that was one of the worst things you saw. That's, yeah, that's the worst thing I think I've ever yeah. seen in my life. And how, like, yeah, you go on. Because I saw that when I was like twelve, and that was like, that's mental. And, and well, that has, does that still haunt you? Like, did it haunt you for? The- yeah, it did a bit. So I didn't like. I'm glad we were driving quickly and we saw like a glimpse. Right. And I'm like, because if if I like got a clear picture of that, that would have haunted me. But True. it's not. It it did for a little bit, but yeah, that's crazy. Was yeah. there any sort of similar things to that you saw over there? Um, like what was the next best? Or, sorry, the, the next, next best. Wor- <laughs> next worst, I should say. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. Well, ones over there actually got. So you've got to have when you sleep. Right. You've got to put a mosquito net over your bed, right? Because otherwise, there's mosquitoes with malaria, and if you get that, yep. it's terrible. Yeah. But I had a um, forget the name. I think it's nicknamed Nairobi fly. Right. Basically, it's a fly that's got like full of acid. Landed on my face in my sleep. I like rubbed it, and my whole face and eye like sw- sw- swelled up. Yeah, swelled up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like massive for like a week. It was not fun. Wow. And but, they did, like, did it bite you or does it just have to touch your skin? Um, so if it touches, it's fine, but it's because I like squished it. So all the acid inside it like smeared and like it just... That's crazy. Like waking up and just yeah. my eyes just... Yeah. I don't know why. So that's obviously a precaution you have to take as you must get in it. So what other, what other precautions do you have to take? Um, you've got to keep your windows closed when you're driving. It's slow. Right. Because people will like try and steal stuff out the windows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Obviously, doors locked or? Yeah. Yeah, doors locked. Yeah. It also depends. Where you, that's like in cities. Right. When you're out in the country, you're pretty much fine. Because yep. most of the people out there won't try anything. Yep. Um, other precautions. But it's mainly, yeah, when you go into the big cities, you just yep. got to be really careful. Yep. And like always carry a bit of money on you, but yep. not heaps. Like I've right. been told stories of people have been like abducted and they've like pulled up 20 bucks and the people have taken the 20 bucks and left because for them like 20 bucks US yeah, yeah. for them that's like like that's a lot yeah for us it's like oh it's 20 bucks true it's yeah like, so that's obviously a strat you can you can do a strategy you can just yeah, yeah pull that get on the strats <laughs> yeah, yeah except yeah. like I guess that almost puts into picture how much they value someone yeah like they take twenty bucks over, over a human like life. assaulting someone. Yeah, gee. Yeah, but when you when you're living in such crappy conditions, you know the, the things you'll do, the things you'll take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things you'll resort to. So, w- did you spend most of your time out in the country? Like, wh- where where do you spend most of your time in Kenya? So most, yeah, majority of the time is like out in the middle of nowhere, where these children homes are run, mm. because people like that's the poorest areas. People yeah. come to those areas. So most of the places are just like in small villages or none in the big cities. Yeah. That's the thing as well. Like the big cities versus the country. That's like, it's completely different again. Yeah. So like out in the city, there's, I mean, out in the country, there's all like heaps of poverty. Like people are really poor living in mud huts. In the city, everyone's got like houses and stuff, but it's more dangerous. And yeah, yeah, it's kind of. Do you yeah. grow, do they grow anything out in the in the country? Yeah, they do. So one of the main things they grow is it's called maize, right. which is like corn. Okay. And then also sugarcane. Yep. 
and it's actually funny. You see all like the kids walking down the street chewing on a thing of sugar cane. Yeah. It's so sweet and that's like their food for the day. But yeah. it's it's interesting. And like they've got like they a lot of them have like cattle or goats. Yeah. That they look after and like milk for the family yeah. and then once it gets old they kill it for meat. Yeah. Can sell it. Um as well there's a couple of fish ponds we visited at a farm. Right. It's like the fish. Heavy duty fish farms is crazy, like massive ponds. Right. Filled with like thousands of fish. Gee. Like, like f- hell, 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 like do they eat them? Yeah. Yeah. Eat them, sell them. Right. Breed them. It kind of In the middle of nowhere. Yeah, basically. How do they how do they get there? Well, obviously obviously like, the ponds are run out. Like Well, like when I say the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's like it is the middle of nowhere. It's like yeah. you drive like three hours to get there. Yeah, right. From the nearest city. Except yeah. there's still like a village with heaps of people there. Yeah, right. Okay. So it's, yeah. When I say the middle of nowhere, it's like the middle of nowhere in relation to the city built up areas. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if you go out there, there'll be like power. Yeah. But there's no running water. Yeah, okay. And it's like age, like two, right. three hour driving dirt tracks together. True, yeah. So it's like it's out in the middle of nowhere, yeah, but there's still a community that lives there. Yeah, true. So what, so you're obviously, the, so the point of the charity would be to focus on the worst possible people. Yeah. And so you go to those areas and you Basically. set up a, what did you say, like a child? So what was it called? There's a couple of children's homes that yeah. are running. There's a couple of schools. Okay. Which those are really big. And um, there's one elder, um, old people's home right. in India. Okay. And so that's, and how, how many people, like, do you have, like, people working there? So... To like maintain um, and teach, or, or are they um, like um, so? They yeah, so there's the Kenyan citizens or something. There's teachers and stuff. So a few of the schools are like like reasonably sized. So they've got yep. teachers and stuff that are employed. Um, except again, it's it's not the money doesn't like go directly to the teachers saying this is your salary. It's kind of I don't know exactly how this all works. Yeah. So, but. The money gets sent to the representatives, right? In areas, yeah, and they kind of like distribute it, deal like deal what needs to be done. Yeah, right. Okay. And they're like they're really good, like the th- they were the thing that made mum and dad like start the charity and trust them is they were already doing stuff before they had the funding. Right. So like the reason it started is they went to this people's house in yep. Kenya, and they had thirty kids staying there. Okay. Yeah. And like this three-room mud hut right. so like we need to do something so you build a big sort yeah. of school how many do you know how many children go to the school um well there's a few different schools and right. i don't i couldn't tell you the numbers yeah if you're a ballpark figures a couple hundred thousand probably yeah. hundreds in hundreds, the hundreds yeah, right. yeah okay so it's not a small school like. well, yeah well like again there's none of the schools are quite big because they're right. all they're like small schools all over yeah. like spread out because right everything was so spread out yeah, I think the the biggest they had a high there was a high school at one point. Yeah, that would have been the biggest, and that would have been maybe two hundred. Yeah, right. Plus, okay, yep. So that was quite so a big. Did they live there, or do they? Is it like a boarding school? Most of them. Oh, some of them would live there. Some of them would come right. in, depending. Yeah. On where it is. Yeah. So what? What did you learn out of all of this going? Going to Kenya, going to India, like what was the big take home for you? Ooh. Um, probably just like, you need to be more grateful for the right. small things. Yeah. It's like, 
stopping and appreciating the moment yeah and what you have because right. like i feel like it's something that's missed in western culture it's right. just how much we actually have yeah like sometimes you feel like you have nothing but let me tell you you have a lot yeah it's like a big reality yeah. wake up call when you go over to a yeah developing nation like that and yeah see it all firsthand definitely yeah 100% but um there's definitely a lot of like I've been to Cambodia and mm. stuff um obviously nothing close to um to Kenya but there was a lot of um like, like how much poverty did you see there was it poverty everywhere because there was mm. a bit of poverty in Cambodia but I'm thinking that's nothing compared to yeah so Cambodia there's there's quite a bit of poverty but it's not the same scale Right. As well, because also it's a smaller country. Yeah. But um, in majority, most of... Majority of the population in both Kenya and India would live in poverty. Yeah. That's like... What's the definition? I think the definition now is like a dollar a day. Yeah, right. So That's still rubbish. That's $7 a week. Yeah. So, sure. um, I'll give you an example. Yeah. Because everything is so cheap, right? Yeah. So... A dollar gets you a lot more, but still it's a dollar a day. Yeah. So it's like not a lot. So in India, you can... The crazy thing about India is you'll have like this massive mansion. Right next to it is a bunch of mud huts. Right. There's like a, there's like upper class and then lower class. Yeah, there's, there's no, no in between. Yeah, right. At all. No in between. Yeah. Um, And for example, when my parents lived there, they were living there really cheap. They were doing mission work. Yeah. And the people that are in mission work for said, oh, can we get you guys to stay a bit longer? And they're like, oh, we've run out of money. And they were only living off like, I think like 25 bucks a week in food. Wow. Because the place they were staying, they were free accommodation. Yeah. Because the top of a collegial hall. Yeah. Um, and like that was getting two of them by comfortably. 25, 25 bucks, bucks a week. A week. Whereas, 25 bucks a week. Yeah. Again, inflation and stuff, but still, twenty five bucks a week here versus there. Yeah, gets like, you a lot further. Yeah, it gets you a lot further. Yeah. Like we used to look at back when the hamburgers were like twenty five cents. Was I mean, like way back in the day, yeah. right? You know, so yeah. that's how what they're at at the moment. Yeah, the value for money is yeah, gee. And is that why? Do you see a lot of other white people there going there for the cheap stuff, or you? So it depends where you go. So one example is when we went to India. Right. We stayed in um, this really nice hotel. Right. I forget the name of it, but it's like a big franchise. Right. And I compare it and like to stay in this place. So we say there are two nights. Yeah. Two rooms for two nights. Yeah. Cost 150 bucks. Five star hotel. Like incredible. That's great. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, looked at the same hotel. Yeah. Same like same brand. Very, very nice hotels. Yeah. In the US. Yep. Stay there for two nights would have cost like upwards of two grand. Gee. And we got hundred and fifty for for two rooms. That's crazy. Two, and it like gym, pool, everything. All you can eat buffet for breakfast. Everything inclusive. And it was like Wow. It's that was, and the, but the thing is, no one's staying there. Yeah. Except for like tourists. Two yeah, right. Because the people can't afford yeah. that. Because 150 bucks to them is like two grand to us. Yeah. Right? So some people that go traveling, like they live in hotels. Right. Because it's cheap like that. Yeah. So I don't, what is, what could that come out to a week? But it's like, I don't know. What are you talking about? The 150 yeah. bucks? 
150 times 7 I'm not good at math yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. whatever that is a week yeah, yeah. yeah if, if someone's like rich and just traveling the world yeah working as a travel yeah they live in hotels like that in developing countries yeah right because they get like the best of the best for really cheap and they yeah. can and if they're working from like their laptop they can do their thing you can do everything that they want yeah 100% yeah, yeah but we say with, with mission work I'd think that you'd have to be in the zone sort of thing hmm. to because like how, like how hard would that be I wouldn't cope going to Kenya and going to, I'll call it the slums right can I yeah, call it the slums yeah. I'll go to yeah. the slums and then I go home to my like five star hotel. So like I would I I just that wouldn't sit right in my conscience. Yeah. yeah. So that's I guess that's a that's the thing. Like I when I look on it and think about it, I'm like, yeah, that's definitely it. Yeah. But you kind of just need a break to go back to your reality, right? Because yeah. it's so confronting and so full on. Yeah. And you get so drained, you just need a break. Yeah. So what do you do? You have a break over there. Like, what do you do? So yeah, break? like we. Did, so again, when we went to India, it was a bit different. That was kind of a family holiday, right? As well, but in Kenya, there's a there's a two day. So it's, the trip usually lasts two weeks, yep. and in the middle, there's a two day break. Yeah. Just so everyone can like kind of recover. Yeah. And you like go on a safari, stay at this place. Yeah. There's like a pool. Yeah, experience it's, the culture, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's that's you need that. Yeah, you need that, because like. So you think if I was to say right now, I wouldn't need it. You think I'd be like Caleb? You'll need it. Yeah, you'd need it. Yeah, like, right. Without a doubt. Or de- again, depends. Like you can go there for one hour and be fine. Yeah, it's, right. I'd say within a week, at the mm. end of the week, you'd need a break. Yeah, right. If not sooner. That's crazy. Because it hits you that hard. It's, it's not only because there's like there's a lot of physical because you got to yeah. like. There's a lot of walking, a right. lot of just, there's not a lot of sitting around. Yeah. There's, it's very mentally draining. Yeah. Because there's so many people like trying to, like everyone wants to touch you. Yeah. And all this like, and it's emotional as well because obviously you're seeing these people living with next to nothing. Yeah. And you just get completely drained. Yeah. And for us, we're like, yeah, you need that time to reset. Yeah. That's crazy. Do you see many, <laughs> Sorry. Do you see many, you see some of those pictures online with the people that like skin and bones. Mm. Is that everywhere over there or is it only in the worst of the worst parts? Not everywhere, only the worst of the worst. So it depends as well. Because when you see those people's skin and bones, they're starving. But also what's a bit more frightening is you see kids, they've got like the skinniest arms and legs, but they've got a massive belly. And it's bloated because they're like sick. And they have nothing to eat, and that just—I don't know why it happens, but that it happens. Yeah. And but yeah, you see, you do, you don't see it a lot, but it definitely would be especially if you like. Yeah. If you just went out to like the little tiny villages in the middle of nowhere, I'd yeah. say you'd see that. Yeah. Did you see that at all? There's a couple like Instances? Re- really like malnourished, malnourished, malnourished. That's the yeah. word. Thank you, malnourished kids. But overall, it's kind of like. Especially the areas we go, because there's this program called the Nutrition Drink. Right. Which basically, drink three times a week, and it's got like all the vitamins and stuff to keep them going. You need to keep them going for that week. So three yep. in a week, we'll keep them for a week. Yep. So every That's week, great. three a week. Yeah. Or s- something like that. And, and how, what? How much is it? Do you know how much it costs? Do you know? It costs like so seventy cents a cup. Seventy cents a cup. Yeah. For like 
So for two, for, so for two dollars ten a week, you can, you can, support so, a child. Yeah, basically. So that's the minimum. Like that's minimum. Yeah, bare again, minimum, right? But you again, them like they, they'd be they need other food and stuff. Yeah. But this basically is, like, because again, they don't eat like any fresh food. Right. Like no red meat. So this yeah. is all the like vitamins, minerals, protein yeah. stuff, like amino acids that they don't have in their diet that they need. Right. That's why they get so malnourished is because right. they don't have these in their diet. So like me and you, yeah. we could eat like whatever we wanted, but if we like cut, say vitamin C, you get scurvy. Right. Which is like terrible disease. Yeah. But we could still be eating like everything else. Yeah. And that's the thing with malnutrition. You can be... You can be eating fine, but you can be so unhealthy. But for them, they're not eating at all. Yes. We're eating very little, and they're st- they're not getting like most of the yeah, nutrients. Yeah, all the stuff that they need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that drink is just all of that. Yeah. Obviously, do they like drinking it, or is that? Yeah, is they it, love it. They love it, right? Because a lot of people like having a vitamin C over here is like. Well, it's especially because like it is food. It fills us. Right. Yeah. And I don't. I haven't never tasted it, but apparently it tastes all right because they put sugar and sweeteners in it. Yeah. Right. But. Like you, you see the growth between yep. like the progression, and it's yep. ridiculous. Yep, like it's incredible. So obviously, I'm not expecting you to know this next question, but do you get any with with the charities? Do you get many rich people to come in and go, "I'll give you half a million dollars to go do stuff." Do you get many people? Like yeah. That? So most of them are um, anonymous donations. Right. Yeah. And so, um. Yeah, there's a, quite there's, a few large anonymous donations. Right, yeah. Some from companies yeah. that people own, some from personal. Yeah. But yeah, there's quite a few, which is incredible. And I don't know how my mum does it, actually. She works full time, but yeah. doesn't get paid. That's It's just her life now, doing all this stuff. Yeah. And it's it's more than full time. She's like... So what would... Like, let's just say someone to donate like 500k or a million bucks, right? And it was another where would that sort of money go to? Like, what would it so or support? So, obviously, whoever donates, so say you donate it, yeah, right. you would have a choice to say where you want it to go to right. first, or you could. So, a lot of people say, Where is their need? Yeah, and my mom will be like, We need in this location, we need this supported, yeah, something like that, and yep. then that's where the money goes, right? But it wouldn't all be sent straight away. Like, it's not like the money comes in, you send it straight to Kenya. Right. It's, it's a process of where is it needed? What is it needed and for? It, yeah. How much is it needed? Yeah. And then that's... It's like a one to ten sort of ranking and you then basically distribute it accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could you, you could say that. And yeah. then some of it is like invested as well. That, right. So like if it's not needed straight away, yeah. it's invested in something just so it keeps growing. Yeah. Right. What sort of things would it be invested in? I think mainly like stocks. I don't. Okay. I, don't I don't know none of the details. Yeah, right. Okay. But because people um, donate by giving shares as well. Right. Yeah, you can donate. Your so stock. there's a whole bunch of stock and shares and stuff. I, yeah, I know nothing yeah, right. about it, but I know there's some. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, that's really interesting. So, and let's just say, let's go much towards interest infrastructure. Like, is there new buildings and stuff built? So there's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, a bit of that, I shouldn't have said yeah. a lot, but like building the so all the schools that they run, they've been built. Right. Um, all the ecclesial halls there. Um, heaps of wells. Right. Dig heaps of wells. Yeah. So like they get a massive boring machine in. Because there's no water mains. Yeah. Yeah, right. Drill straight down. Yep. Hope for water. 
it's basically like you pay them to do it and it's it's not guaranteed you're going to get water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People so can go down like 270 meters and not get anything. Yeah, right. And so it's just a, you know, hope, a hopeful yeah. game. Let's yeah. go bang, so, bang, bang. And you got to hope it's not saline as well, so salty. Yeah. So if you if you drill too, too, close, too close to the coast, you'll get salt water. Right. So you've just, yeah, you, it's a it's a bit of a gamble, but it's something that's yeah. so needed. Because when you get a well, it's like you've now got running water there. Yeah. Which they'd never had before. They'd be walking like kilometers to get water. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even clean what they're getting. So it's like, that is life-changing. That's crazy. So what, how, like, what's the typical walking distance? What's you know, the average? The, uh, the average. Um, I don't know, but I'd say people would walk to like the nearest stream or river yep. or pond to get water. So, if, like, they're, so if they're like 100 k's away from a pond or a river, I would probably not yeah, that far, pretty, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they'd probably be dead. <laughs> yeah right but um like walkable distances yeah so like i'd say up to like 20ks that's still a long like 40k way. round trip probably it's not like they have a car or anything like, no so you walk that yeah any horses or donkeys or anything um now they do but before not as much you'd right. s- you'd see like all the women go in the morning yeah to collect the water like big yeah, like like jugs jugs kind of except you know the you know the bottles they put like yeah so they they carry them on their heads yeah 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 that would hurt your head they're like they're huge yeah like 40 liter yeah right things so they'd be pretty damn heavy yeah yeah definitely except how many times a day once a day twice um i guess it would depend i'd say they usually just do it in the morning when that when they used to do that yeah 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 but yeah you put a well in and they've now got that water there right and because it doesn't wells don't usually like they've got a pump at the top yeah and usually once you've dug that well it'll take ages if it ever dries up right so because, it's not like it ever dries up like it will because so it's it's like boring into the groundwater yeah so unless the level of groundwater changes it, it will be fine right so or unless it gets polluted that's another problem yeah right so how will it get polluted if someone um, pees in it well yeah Except that's kind of hard to do for groundwater. But that was a problem. People were um, bodily excretions were getting into the water they were drinking and it was causing like all kinds of illnesses Right. in the beginning. So they had to like this massive, all these posters of like health awareness and like yeah. education. Because yeah. again, these, like, these are people that are not educated at all. Yeah. And that education plays a huge part. So yeah. it's like the whole idea of like catch a man a fish and he eats or like teach a man to fish and he can eat for a yeah lifetime lifetime yeah wow that's crazy is there any sort of filtration systems that they could put on a well or on the on the they could yeah except mainly groundwater it comes up clear yeah um but so like for for like me and you we drink their water we're getting sick yeah. the thing is they've grown up drinking it so they're they're used to it they're used they're to it yeah except again if someone like pees in it that's a different story. Yeah, right. Does anyone? So hypothetical. Does anyone pee in it ever? Not in the not yeah. in the bore water. Right, no, yeah, not yeah. in the wells. But like, yeah, yeah, that's so, crazy. So how? What? So were you, is was there any sort of the Aussies that went over in that trip or whatever it's called? Did any of them get sick whilst you were over there? Um, sort of like from the water or something that they are not used to from the elements. Also, um, yeah, people do get sick. Mm-hmm. 
So my mum actually just got back like a couple of weeks ago and she was quite sick when she got back. Right, yeah. Not sure what from, but also because she got, she got really run down because she went for three weeks and had no break. Oh, just right. going. Just going Except around. also she had like, you get like gastrointestinal problems. Yeah. Yep. Because of them. Because of everything over there. Because, yeah. Yeah, yep. right. Hey, what what sort of, sort of food do you eat over there? Do you eat normal food or so, like, sorry, Western food? Or there's, you eat a lot it's a, of there's a bit of a mix. Right. The one thing that definitely keeps you going is they've got soft drinks in glass bottles and they reuse the glass bottles for the night. Right. So it's like those, like, those are the best. Yeah. You're in the hot day. They bring, they've got like, Freezing they bring ice you, cold. No, it's warm. Oh, right. But like they bring it to you been in the shade so it's not like boiling not but boiling, it's, yeah. it's like lukewarm bring it to you and you're like so good i'm so exhausted sugar it's a drink it's like keeps you going yeah yeah it gives you but energy the food is mainly like yeah it's nothing crazy it's the best thing was mondazzi's right which is a triangular donut made yeah. out of lentil flour right which is deep fried and that's you eat that for breakfast it's crazy yeah it's and that's awesome so good. Yep. What was the worst experiences with food? With, uh, with food? Yeah. Not the worst, but I'll tell you a funny story. Right, yeah, yeah. So you got given a chicken. A live chicken? A live chicken. <laughs> I can already see where this is going. Um, that night for dinner, we had a chicken curry. That chicken, um, that was our curry. <laughs> Wait, seriously? Yeah. yeah. You, had to, you had to kill yeah. it and yeah. Yeah. So we didn't what? actually kill it, but that's that's how it works. That's crazy. So yeah. you killed it live with any sort of like um, um, bacterial sort of process? I don't know. I didn't see any of it, but it was in our curry that night and we ate it. <laughs> That's mad, bro. But the thing is as well, like, they're cooking the food at a high enough temperature that it... Yeah, it would kill, it, the kill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it nice? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's different. Not processed chicken. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, it's, yeah, it's tougher, but it's like all the food over there, in my opinion, was actually quite nice. Yeah. It's like, it's... Ain't much seafood over there or not? No. No. Oh, uh, yeah, not much seafood at all. Yeah, right. Is, is that because of the, the nature of where the country is located or is yeah, it just because so it's not the culture? It's not that close to many bodies of water. Right. And there's not big bodies of water there. So there's not a lot of seafood available. Mm-hmm. And even if there is, not a lot of people can afford it. So majority would eat probably little meat. Yeah. Or the chicken. Yep. And also, like, goat. Okay. Because they have heaps and heaps. They're, like, not heaps and heaps, but you can, like, there's lots of goats. It's yep. quite a So, another story. Didn't happen to me, but to my mum, they got given a goat that night. Guess what? Goat curry. <laughs> they had to eat goat curry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I've, I've eaten a sheep before. Like, we, we killed a yep. we killed a lamb. Uh, we, took it, we took it in the paddock and we slaughtered it. Like, I saw the slaughtering. Slaughtered it and yeah. then we, like, skinned it alive. Well, no, sorry, I was skinned it alive. <laughs> then we slaughtered it. Skinned it alive. Uh, we, we slaughtered it and then we skinned Animal it. Animal torture over here. <laughs> no, we, 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 did, we skinned it after we killed it, obviously. You slit, slit yeah. it with a knife, right? And hung it up and you took all its all the stuff, all the bodily stuff out mm. of it. And then you then we put it on a, on a steak yeah. and then, or a spit or whatever it is. And then... Roast over fire for like eight or nine hours. Yeah, that would be good. It was beautiful, right? Really nice. What's the process? Like, was it the same similar process? You killed it in the morning or did you kill it in the afternoon and just like chuck it on a fire? It would have been the same process, right. except they'd, they would have cut it up and then put it in the curry. Yeah, right. But the thing is, we didn't see any of that. 
We're just told he it's like trusting him. Yeah. We're told it's like you know that goat we we're giving Very good. <laughs> That goat, that's your dinner. <laughs> Gee, or like was it what, any concerns at first? No, because yeah. again, it's like the it's as long as they're, they're cooking it properly. Yeah, right. So like you check to make sure it's, it's cooked. cooked properly. Yeah, but overall, it's it's because in a curry yeah. it's hard not because they cook the meat. And then they put the curry stuff in and then it cooks further as it's in the curry. Yeah, so right. it's usually it's pretty good. Yeah, right. Was there was there much sort of experiences when it comes to like dirty water? Do you ever have to so drink dirty water or was no. it all like sealed bottles? If, if you drink, so you always are drinking from your water bottle, which is right. a sealed bottle. Or right. you fill up like fill up like a reusable bottle with yeah. sealed water. You don't drink tap water. You don't drink bore water. Yeah. And you don't drink water that you're given yeah that's another reason why the soft drinks are so good yeah because they're soft drinks yeah right yeah Yeah. and so that that's a rule like so obviously they drink from the bore water and stuff right but for people like us we're not used to that yeah that's 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 a blanket rule if you well it's not a rule but it's blanket recommendation yeah right you drink the water you're most likely gonna get sick yeah right even like brushing your teeth you'd normally brush it with bottled water yeah right brush it Spit it out. Spit it out. So, yeah. so going there and experiencing all of this stuff, mate, that would have really taken a, t- a heavy toll. What was when you got back home? When you landed back in Sydney or wherever you landed, right? Yeah, Sydney. What was the very first thing when you got home back into? A, should we call it reality or should we sure. call it life? Reality of the West. Reality of the West. Right, we'll call it that. Yeah. What was the first thing that you thought as you're learning back in and the next day you go back into your normal life? It's hard to... <coughs> it's hard to remember exactly what I thought. But definitely it's that thing of like, it's so different. That's mm. an experience that's going to stay with me my whole life. Yeah. But then again, you've got to appreciate what, you, what you've been given. Because yep. even if I want to give everything and like help them all, in reality, if I like... There's no, there's nothing I can do to fix all the problems yep. in developing countries. Mm. It's like solving world hunger. Yeah, right. It's almost impossible. Or curing cancer. It's one of those things where like yeah. you wish you could solve yeah. poverty, the world poverty, but it's things you just kind of have to accept that you can't. You can do steps to help people, yeah. but there's no fix. And I think for me, growing up, I'd always known... It's like it's a more of a shock when people have no idea that this happens. Yeah. And people live like this. But all of my life, I've grown up knowing this because my parents have been running yeah. this charity. So I've, I've known from a very young age, like yeah. how people live. And so it helps you appreciate what you have. Yeah. And it also gets you like, get. I was ready when I went. Yeah. So like I had an idea of what to expect. You've been sucked up for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when someone has no idea goes, that's yeah. when culture shock just smashes them. Yeah, 100%. And when you got back home, did you miss it? Not really. Or were you glad to be home? Again, when I went to Kenya, especially, I was quite, I was a bit younger, quite a yeah. bit younger. And I got home, I was so exhausted. Right. Like, like just probably. exhausted, like, yeah. physically, mentally, everything just yeah, right. drained. And then life, normal life kind of sets back in. Yeah. Still sticks with me, but you yeah. get back into the... The yeah. pattern of life. Would you ever go back there? Definitely. Definitely. You would? Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt, I'd go back there. Like, I say this to anyone yeah. and everyone. 
traveling is one of the best investments you can make. Why is that? When because um, of first experiences, off, right? Yeah, experiences. Right. First off, when I say traveling, I don't mean like go to Europe. And, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean Europe, you can experience so much as well. Yeah, right. It's, I'd say, the one thing I'd say when I say traveling, is. The states, right? Like, that kind of doesn't count to me. Yeah, because it's like nothing over there. Like you get good experiences over there. Yeah, but it's not going to be the eye-opening ones. Yeah, right. So, and obviously, there's parts of the US which is oh, in poverty, but it's nothing it's, compared it's to Kenya. It's completely different as well. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Just the US being the, yeah, the US. The US. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Except to anyone, traveling is the best one of the best investments you can make because yeah. the, like the amount of stuff you learn like the memories that will stick with you forever no matter where you go like the beautiful places you see like that's something that can't get taken away from you yeah and like just experiencing how people live and getting advice from people right from and would you say you get that best from developing nations traveling to developing nations specifically not necessarily, but I'd say you definitely get it's definitely a lot more eye opening. Right. But you could go to like developed nations right. and have the same. But you've got to come with like it's travelling without being a tourist. Yeah. I'd say. Because there's like a you know there's like a difference. Yep. 100%. Like if I travel to France, I'm a tourist, I could see the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, I go to. Is Venice even in France? Venice is in like Italy, isn't it? I'm not sure. I think it's in Italy. Oh, oh we, let, let's pretend it's where I'm. Right? Fine, we go on a Europe trip. You like go on the boats in Venice. You see Rome. You go to the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, all those. But it's experiencing like everyday life. Yeah, of people. So like going and sitting down at like a local local cafe. Yeah, or just like chatting to someone. So like yeah. before this when I was talking to you about the, the podcast um, something I've been trying this year mm. me and Jared Jared Hughes made a a deal at the start of the year we're going to yeah. try and make friends and talk to more strangers right just because you never know what impact you're going to have on their life yep and there's so much to learn from strangers and they don't have the same barriers as friends right there's no judgement yep obviously if like they say oh yeah like kill people it's like yeah it's gonna, yeah that right. is instant judgment it's extreme, but yeah usually there's like little to no barriers yeah like you get some of the best advice from just going up and saying hi to someone yeah or i'll give an example i rock climb for a sport yeah and go up to people i've never met and they'll give me advice on how to do this thing and then talk about their life with them that's crazy something that could never happen yeah, yeah. Like with you and a friend. Yeah, and you build down, you, you build, so you got, you built up guard and you let that yeah. down. You, yeah, right. It's crazy. Well, that's awesome advice. Mm. Um, what time are we at there, Jake? We'll, uh, we'll call the a, a time there. Thank so, you so much for coming on the podcast, yeah. Ben. Really enjoyed chatting with you. Um, you've had some great experiences and you've got a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> no, seriously, in, in these areas. Because you've been there and you've done it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like, you, your family's like the only family I know, oh, apart from a few others, that yeah, go yeah. with on the team to Kenya, right? Yeah. 
and or uh, well, not just Kenya, but to develop because people when they travel, they most likely go to. Yeah, I'm going to go to the US or I'm going to go to Paris or something yeah. like that, right? Then all like, oh, I want to have a holiday to Kenya. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's people yeah, don't yeah. do that, right? So yeah. it's experiencing that culture and I, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast all and good. chatting about your experiences on that. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No worries. All good. We'll uh, catch this you next time. I'm so hungry. I okay, you going? So, sorry. I'm just... Yeah, go on. One last, like... Yeah. It's going to be so out of whack. I'm sorry I'm doing this yeah, after the outro. Just thought of this. Right. Went to this place called yeah. the Carnivore. Only serves meat. There I ate crocodile. I ate rabbit. Right. I ate a bunch of other meats. I didn't know what they were. They served us ox testicles. All this kind of stuff. I didn't eat them. I didn't eat them. I didn't eat No, you ate them, man. You swallowed them all up. No, no. I didn't eat the (laughs) osteicicles. Yeah, right. Like, I just thought that was a funny, it's a funny story. That's crazy. (laughs) Where was this? Um, So it's one of the, like, the more touristy places, if you want to call it that. Over over In Kenya. Oh, right. Yeah, you go to this place, it's it's called The Carnivore. You go there and they just have the massive spits of meat. They just chop a bit off and, like... Serve it. They serve you it on like, strike? Serve it on like big platters in the middle of your table. It's so like a table like this, big platter of all this random assortment of meat. With like Do you know little, which one the ox testicles yeah. was? So they've got like a little flag that says like, it's like a stick with like paper. It's like what it is on it. Dude, they, should, they should go like the steak one in front of the ox testicles and people would be like, oh, yummy. Like, Jake, we're going there. We're going there. <laughs> That's, no, we'll fly to Kenya just for the carnival, <laughs> and then we'll fly. We'll step out of the airport into the carnival, into the courtesy bus. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Thanks yeah. for sharing. Yeah, that's great. Is there any carnival franchise over here? I highly doubt it. I think it's a one-off, probably. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, that's, that's funny as. Well, um, <laughs> see, I'm just saying, experiences all yeah. Yeah, yep. in so many different areas. But um, yeah, thanks again, mate. Really good. appreciate it.